When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Good morning, everybody. Happy Tuesday. Welcome to the Donna and Steve show on my talk. 1071 everything entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson. Thank you. We got Ellie helping us out this hour. Hey, Ellie. Hey, Ellie. Good morning. Um, Woo. All right, everybody. Good. Everybody's good. Um, I had a question about the horse thing that Uh, we were talking about during the dirt alert there, (laughs) the, the horse situation. First of all, Maybe that's why we see Gladiator 2, is if they are CGI horses. Ellie's like, I'm out if we're doing CGI horses. <laughs> I think I'm in, because I hold Gladiator very precious. I don't yeah, want anybody do. to do anything to it. So I'm not, I feel nervous about the sequel in general. However, if there are like little, little laser robotic AI horses, maybe I will see that. I don't know. Also, aren't they, I guess maybe this, maybe this story was from last week. Because the horses are on strike with everybody else, right? Isn't it like the horses, everything <laughs> is Everyone. shut down right now. Right. Everything everywhere all at once is on strike. The horses say, nay. Donna, that's pump. funny. Thank you. Dad jokes for everyone. That was very exciting to hear. <laughs> um, let's see here. We have a Tuesday edition of our show, which brings a few of its own special little things, including a same name game. With DJ Rock Lobster coming up today at 11.30, which is where we pit two songs that share the same title but are not covers against one another. We vote one off the island. Right. Uh, So we'll do that at 11.30. We have the College of Pop Culture Knowledge coming up today at 10.30. And a story about how Kim Kardashian's skims (sighs) saved a woman's life. That at 9.30 today. So many things to get to. So little time. So true. I'm telling you. Oh, hey, speaking of things to get to, we were kind of making fun of this yesterday, how the tabloids will just take like an Instagram post and make an entire story out of it. Right. Like, uh, for example, Sofia Vergara is in Italy and Joe Manganiello or whatever, however you say his name, her husband wasn't liking any of her posts. So that must mean there's trouble in paradise. That seems like lazy journalism. Exactly. Well, not so much. It turns out that they released a statement saying that they are divorcing after seven years of marriage. That mm. makes me so sad. It just seemed like a rumor. But, you know, they put out a statement, said we've made the difficult decision to divorce. As two people that love and care for one another very much, we politely ask for respect uh, of our privacy at this time as we navigate this new phase of our lives. Huh. A source, quote unquote, 
says that they've been growing apart for a while. So well, that's I mean sad. That's unfortunate. I agree. I'm looking at her Instagram post right now. She's in a sexy bathing suit. What makes a bathing suit sexy? The person wearing it. (laughs) (laughs) You put her in a burlap sack. (laughs) She's wearing a sexy burlap sack today. I mean, she's just stunning. They were such a cute couple. This makes me so sad. Why don't people try harder? It's always disappointing when you hear of this. Now we have we have an Ariana Grande story to get yeah. to, which which is related, and then I am going to come at it from a totally different angle because, okay. admittedly, I am such an outsider slash not care much about uh, celebrity relationships. Yeah, but I'm looking at a picture, and I have a takeaway about a picture of Ariana Grande from Wimbledon that I'll share in a moment. But first, okay. the news you share. So Ariana Grande was. At Wimbledon, and you could see her hand, and people were like, oh, she's not wearing her wedding ring. Uh, There must be trouble in paradise. Well, I don't know if this is exactly confirmed, but apparently Ariana Grande and her husband Dalton Gomez have been separated since January, and according to a quote-unquote source, Hmm. they are heading toward divorce. Now, she is sitting next to Andrew Garfield and. Uh, who's that guy in front of her? That's a Taylor Tom Swift Hiddleston. ex. Yes, yeah, Tom Hiddleston. Okay, so they're all sitting together at Wimbledon. Uh, no ring, and that's what started this rumor. But people are also saying that this guy has been dating other people for months. Oh boy. Hmm. So she has not commented yet, but. But they separated back in January, and so he just moved into next phase without a divorce being final. So it yes. would seem. And page six confirmed yesterday that they did call it quits after mm-hmm. two years. So that's a that's a confirmation from page six. I have a thing I want to say. Say your thing. Before I comment on the photo, I, until yesterday... Did not know that Ariana Grande was married. I'm sure I knew it for eight minutes in my life right. two years ago when we talked about it. Right. Totally boom, men in black out of my brain didn't know this was a thing. So that was double shocking for wow. me. Wow. I can't believe it's been two years. I feel like she just got married. I feel like she just broke up with Pete Davidson. Oh, crazy. Yeah, she's, you know, she's got a little bit of that J-Lo thing in her where yeah. she's a relationship jumper. Oh, J-Lo also teased a... Uh, a new song that she has coming out on the one-year anniversary of her Las Vegas marriage to Ben Affleck. I didn't even know they got married in Vegas. That completely slipped to my mind. I didn't either. When I, I was reading it, I was like, did they get married in Vegas? Did we know I this at one point? I thought they had like two or three weddings, didn't they? they? I thought they got married in California. Then they went to somewhere overseas. No, she says they were in line with three or four other couples one year ago. Outside of a Vegas wedding chapel. People are crazy. That's wild. Just now, marrying everybody. Say your the thing. photo. I need you to be looking at the photo oh, please, in question. Please hold. Of Ariana Grande, of uh, Tom Hiddleston in front. She's right next to Andrew Garfield. Wait, I got to go back. Okay, looking, looking. Yep, yep, yep. I'm going to tell you a person that we know who could mimic that look almost exactly, and in many ways already does, and that is Holly Roberts. I knew you were going to say that. I don't see it. 
how did you know I was going to say it then? If you put a hat on Holly Roberts, and, and Holly wears glasses that have, she wears like yellow framed glasses or tinted glasses. Mm-hmm. So if you threw her in some green ones instead of the yellow John Lennon's, get her in the green John Lennon's, put a, a, a gray sweater on her. They've got the same blonde kind of hair. And then if she just struck that pose, we could do a side-by-side. We could make that look happen. We could make it happen! Yeah, let's make it happen. We'll, well get then let's a- get our best people on it. I'll uh, I'll forward this to Holly and tell her we would like her to reenact this look. I could even sit beside her in that jacket. I have a yes, jacket that's like that, <laughs> and I have the beard and hair of uh, Andrew Garfield. Can I be Tom Hiddleston? I was going to suggest it, but I didn't want to be rude. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that you have a similar face structure to Tom. I think we all borrow things from these people. That's funny, Steve. You're a funny guy. And for people who are like, what? Ariana Grande has blonde hair. Yeah. It's for Wicked. It's for the movie. Oh, is that right? Yes, it is. Donna, look at you. I know things. Wow. Um, I know this. It's time for us to take a, a brief break, but we do have some stuff that uh, we will get to when we come back. I want to start with something that's sort of bizarre. we got a cute little story. Well, I don't know if it's cute. It started cute. Town in Florida suddenly overrun with cute things. I'll tell you what those cute things are, how they Ooh. got there. But also, have you heard of, uh, of skip lagging? I have not. Nor had I until oh. this morning. But authority, authorities uh, apparently like apprehended a teenager uh, who was accused of skip lagging okay. at an airport. Oh. I'll explain what this means. Kind yeah. of interesting. Uh, that when we come back, it's Donna, it's Steve, it's my talk. Oh, hey, guys, it's Donna for Bradshaw and Bryant. And uh, I guess you could consider this somewhat of a PSA. Uh, If you are injured in an accident, God forbid, uh, one of the first things you got to remember to do is obviously medical attention first. And then make sure you contact an experienced personal injury attorney like Mike Bryant over at Bradshaw and Bryant. It is so important to have someone on your side advising you. And when you get a hold of Mike, he'll set up a meeting. You can discuss your case. It's totally free of charge. And then if he does think you do have a case, it still won't cost you anything unless there is an actual settlement. You know, research shows that on average, unrepresented individuals receive in their pocket a third of the compensation as those who are properly represented. Keep that in mind. And certainly the hope is that this never happens to you. But if it does, get a hold of Mike at Bradshaw and Brian so he can help you navigate through your legal options, insurance forms, and answer any questions you have. You'll find him at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. It's us, Donna and Steve, on my talk 1071. Everything entertainment and then some. Thank you. Right. I like it. It expands what we can right? talk about. So yes. good, yes. I like to say everything entertaining. It's a play of words. It. It's liberating. That's great. Okay. All right, do you want um, bunnies? Or do you want skip lagging? You get to choose what we begin with. I want to talk about bunnies first. Okay. And I would like to say that I am a little afraid of bunnies. Thank you. Domesticated bunnies? Wild bunnies? I'm just afraid they're going to bite. Sure, because they're big <laughs> A-double-S teeth. <laughs> they probably will. Do they? Oh, yeah, they bite. I mean, they... I mean, they're, are they nibblers or are they just like, hey, I'm Let's gonna... just say this. They like carrots, right? What do our fingers look like? They look like oh, carrots. Oh, wow. Good more, point, Ellie. Mine probably, it's color-wise, mine look more like parsnips. <laughs> okay. Which I think are more of a fleshy tone. Also uh, great. Parsnips are great. People don't have parsnips a lot. 
Well, I don't. I don't even know if I. Uh, yeah, I could identify a parsnip. It almost could. looks like a thing of garlic, right? No, I, I, I think a parsnip kind of. If I'm thinking of it right, I, um, I think a parsnip looks like a, uh, like a, like a light, uh, carrot. tan carrot. Like okay. a carrot and a potato had a baby. Okay, okay. God dang it. What do we, uh, look what up do we, I'm, to make I'm looking at them, you're right. What do we do with those? Like, what do we put them in? Like a salad? You roast them, they're really good roasted. Really? Like, like a pan roast with chicken. Here's what okay, I feel about okay. the parsnip, is the carrot is great, and you know Pappy love carrot. Ew. I love carrot so Stop. hard. But the parsnip, when you have it, you're like, whoa, this is really good. Why aren't people doing it? It reminds me of... If the carrot is Steve Urkel, the parsnip is Stefan Urkel. When he came for a few episodes, he got into a machine and he became a really handsome, like, cool version. It tastes great and it just seems a little fancier. Okay, I like it. You know what else is a little underrated? What's that? Radishes. I used to be a big fan of radishes as a child. My dad would That's eat strange. radishes a lot and be like, here, try this radish. Like fraggles, fraggles. I um, love it. I love it. Like radishes. Now back to bunnies. Okay. Uh, there is a town, I believe it's outside of Fort Lauderdale, that is suddenly overrun by these cute little domestic bunnies. Not a wild rabbit that you would see in your yard, a bunny. Just like, oh, look, that's a bunny that a person has as a pet. The, around 100 of these rabbits are currently on the loose in Fort Lauderdale. They've apparently, according to the internet, overrun streets and people's properties. They just got bunnies traveling all over the place. Here's how it happened. Two years ago, there was a hobby breeder who was living in the area. Oh. When she moved, she just left her rabbits in the street. Way to go, responsible breeder. Yeah, PETA, get on that. Yeah, leave the freaking horses on Gladiator 2 alone and get after this hobby breeder bunny lady. <laughs> They've since multiplied. And the residents have been struggling to get the problem under control ever since. They say that, you know, what do you reproduce like rabbits, right? They're just getting after it. Well, a lot of the rabbits have been captured and rescued. A lot have been found dead along the streets. No. Donna, we all die. Oh, no. But the numbers are steadily increasing because they keep having unprotected Mm. sex. Okay. So there's okay. a bunch of little baby rabbits running around everywhere. So the locals say that they're trying to raise between twenty and forty thousand dollars to have professionals come in and rescue them. However, just to tell you the whole story, there are some other residents who are so fed up with the nuisance and the property damage that they're willing to pay a fraction of that to hire a trapping company to come in and exterminate them. Mm. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Well, My sister had a bunny that she wanted a carnival named Booney. And um, never did reproduce. Stayed in a cage. Lived, I think, a pretty unsatisfied life after we got her. But I just wanted to say that out loud so that you know I'm not just pulling these stories out of thin air. This hits close to home. Okay. All right. Great. <laughs> hey, at least it's not rats, right? Could be worse. Isn't it funny? If they were rats, let's talk about this for oh, a Oh, yeah. Second. They'd be dead. And everybody would be like, just kill these freaking rats. Get them out of here. Nobody wants these rats. Rats have big teeth. They're not too far away from a rabbit. They just have a long, terrible-looking tail. Yeah. But why do we want to keep the rabbits alive? Let's safely move them. Let's rescue them. Let's find them a new forever These are home. great And questions. the rats were like, let's hire a rat czar in New York to absolutely eliminate these things. Yeah. And you can understand what eliminate means. Interesting. <laughs> it's like we eat cows, but we don't eat dogs. Yeah, I it's don't get it. It's an interesting thing. And we never talk about this. It's true. What? Who determines what animal flesh or, or, or muscle or meat or whatever is okay to eat? I guess in other parts of the world they they have different yeah animals yeah. that they eat. They do eat dogs in China. Bugs. China. A lot of people eat bugs. A lot of people eat bugs. Mm-hmm. Crickets. I mean, it's just being resourceful. You know, what's there to eat? But I'm with you. Who decides? I mean, we have power over most animals. Yeah. Right. Uh huh. Why are we not eating cats? Cats. I mean, instead, these cows are like, what, I'm less important? Oh, my God, I follow so many cat? cows on Instagram. Say it again I, uh, out loud in case someone thinks that they just had a stroke. <laughs> I follow a lot of cows on Instagram, okay. and they're like pets. They're at sanctuaries, and they're like dogs. They're amazing. I got to go vegan. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing here. Oh, uh, let's see here. Anyway, uh, I don't know if I have time for this now, Donna. No, you got to no, tell us. Uh, there is a uh, something called skip lagging. There was like a ship-lap. let me explain. Skip. No, no, no. Skip <laughs> lagging, not ship lap. Okay. Uh, there was a teen who allegedly got detained and barred from boarding an American Airlines flight because his North Carolina driver's license aroused suspicion. The passenger was not suspected. Don't say aroused. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> In my presence. Thank you. Can I say a building was erected? Please don't. (laughs) (laughs) I sometimes feel like I'm in a prison here. (laughs) Skip lagging is when you want to go to uh, Delaware, um, but they make you stop. Let me do it again. You want to go to Chicago, but what you do is instead of getting a direct flight to Chicago... You book a flight to New York that has a stop in Chicago because a straight shot to Chicago is more usually more expensive. expensive than what. So people are skip lagging. Airlines are starting to figure it out, and they're like, "Hey, we might take your airline miles away, or we might not let you oh, get on please. any of our planes again if you just hop off with your carry-on bag instead of going to your final destination." What do they care how you do it? That that makes me mad. That makes me mad. Again, yeah, we, that's called being resourceful. Right? So Donna wants to jump off mid-flight and go eat a cat. Okay. If you just tuned in. Uh, no, no. If you just tuned in. Oh, my gosh. We'll be right back. 
What's up, friends? Stevie Boy for my buddies over at the Canopy Group. I'm looking out the window right now. What a beautiful day that we're having. You know, maybe you're setting out to explore Minnesota this summer, this week. Beautiful weather. Think about this. This is some numbers coming your way. There are 234 cities in Minnesota that have populations over 2,500. Stay with me. The Canopy Group has clients in all but seven of those 234 cities. So why am I telling you any of this? Because the Canopy Group's experience in all of these Minnesota cities gives them a unique edge in getting you the best home and auto insurance coverage at the best price. Remember, the Canopy Group offers 16 insurance companies for a reason, to match your specific situation, including where you live, with the absolute best insurance company for you. This is done for you every year because your specific situation might change year to year. It's also true that the insurance company's appetites might change as well. So this experience, working throughout Minnesota, provides thousands of Canopy Group clients the peace of mind knowing the Canopy Group is working for them. Check them out today at thecanopygroup.com. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything Entertainment. The Hollywood Reporter has learned that Tom Cruise, back in June, zoomed in with the Alliance of Motion Picture and Television Producers to hear out concerns on, you know, the strike, you know, and all the the issues revolving around that. And um, he was basically sticking up for stunt men and women and some of their concerns. So I guess what happens is the um, the SAG after sometimes calls in performers during negotiating sessions to discuss issues uh, where in on things that they might have expertise in that mm. type of thing. So apparently, um, they thought that his point of view was worthy. Um, I don't think any other star that big took part in any of the ne- negotiations. But I just thought it was interesting, and also he went in and urged them if there was going to be a strike to make sure that uh, actors and actresses were able to promote their films, which, as we know, did not happen because that's basically a policy. That's protocol of the strike is like, no, you have to make it hurt. And he was like, you know, with the current stage of how movies or theaters are struggling right now, Mm -hmm. um, he was urging them to, like, take that off the table. But yeah. I see where he's coming from with that, too, because it took a while yes, it for did. people to get back into movie theaters. Yes. And Tom Cruise specifically was credited with, who who was it who um, said to him, was it Ron Howard? No, it wasn't Ron Howard. It was another director, I think, who basically was like, you saved, maybe it was Spielberg, you saved theaters. He said this over over awards season. He was right. Like, with, with Mission Impossible 2. Yep. It was such a huge success that I think for a lot of theater owners and exhibitors made them realize like, wow, okay, people will come back. It requires the right movie and you know the right promotion, all of that stuff together, but we can't. So I understand where he's coming from because there's another industry that is set to suffer, which are movie theaters, if the strike goes on for a long time. So movie theaters and movie exhibitors who just went through the pandemic yes. where where people were saying, I'll probably never see a movie in a movie theater again. That was right. not an uncommon thing to hear from one of your friends or family members or maybe even to think yourself this time 
two years ago, three years ago. You you know what? I didn't even really think about that until right now. They they're gonna suffer the worst. Well, the good news is they do have a movies get done so far in advance, right? You know? So they've so got some stuff. There's more of a runway there, but like we were talking about uh, yesterday, there was that uh, that Hollywood bigwig Barry Diller who said. If this doesn't get done, if this lags until, like, December, there's going to be a whole bunch of nothing waiting for you next year because this runway of movies being shot ahead of time and edited and all that will run out. And then you'll just see this big hole, and so you'll have people not going to the movie theaters, and so then they're losing money. And then you'll have, his suggestion was, people saying, oh, well, I'm not going to keep my Hulu subscription if I don't have new shows of this coming out, or I'm not going to spend 15 or 16 bucks a month on HBO Max because there's nothing splashy that people are talking about on Twitter. There's no word-of-mouth right. advertising about the hot new show because there won't be any hot new shows. Right. You know, it's funny because I was one of those people who was like, yeah, I don't, I don't ever need to go to the theater again. But now with these two movies coming out, I'm very tempted to just go to an afternoon showing of both of them. Hmm. So yeah, the buzz is working. Right. And Work. there hasn't been that much buzz about movies in a long time. Yeah, what's happening right now for, for this Friday's July 21st date that has been circled on the movie calendar for a long time, Oppenheimer and Barbie both being released Today at 11 o'clock. Donna, may I deep tease? Thank you. Sure. There is an online debate that is raging regarding how to go about your movie-going experience this week. It's fun, and I've not heard this kind of conversation about two movies that are so diametrically opposed to one another, just so freaking different. One's longer, one's shorter, one's super heavy, one's Barbie. And so you have these different options. So anyway, we'll get into a little bit of like the guide to what's the best way if you're like Donna and you're saying, hey, I'm going to go to the theater this weekend. Yeah. The best way to do it, because a lot of people are planning a double feature this this weekend. The Barbenheimer move. That's right. Barbenheimer. (laughs) That's right. And do you open with Barbie? Do you close with Barbie? There's this whole thing. So uh, we'll chat about that. Okay. You know, I was just I just saw a fun fact about a movie. Just a moment. Okay. I'll be there in a second. Give her oh. time, everybody. Okay. So I just saw this fun fact that the only remake of a that's ever won an Oscar for Best Picture. What do you hmm. think it oh, is? I don't even second. know if you would know it was a remake. That's the problem. Hang on. Just give me a minute here. Um. A Star is Born has been done so many times. It feels like it would have had, I think, four different times. I don't think it won Best Picture, though. Okay, but I I didn't know if any of those maybe earlier iterations did. I know the new one didn't. Um, Can you give me a hint, please? Would you like me to give you an actor who is in the movie? I I would. I think, because I have not seen this movie. Yes, I would. Uh, Let's go Jack Nicholson, I think. I wish you would have said I think. Can you confirm that before yes. I go down a Jack Nicholson sure. uh, rabbit hole here? Um, yep. Mm, let's I see. saw. Yep, he's in it. Okay. Um, I'm thinking it's not going to be The Shining. It's a f- it was a few good men a remake. I'm going to go, but you would have known Jack Nicholson was in it. Was The Departed? 
The Departed. Yes, it's The Departed. Wow. Good job. I did see this that? movie. I just don't remember what it was about. This like came Irish. up in like the last like segment of the morning show this did morning. It not, no oh, right? way. It really You're did. You're kidding yeah. me. Why did that come up? That's it interesting. It was one of Jason's five facts that The Departed was the only remake that's won an Oscar. Well, okay. how about that? <laughs> interesting. <laughs> um. Yeah. I don't remember what the movie's even about. Like, it's oh, I do because I did see it. Remember, I gave a review. It was yes. like there's a good, there's a cop playing a bad guy, a bad guy playing a cop. But I thought you had maybe forgotten something critical yes, about the it in the ending and, <laughs> and, and stuff like that. Yeah, and now I feel a little more foggy about it since the last time we talked about it, which was probably about a month or two ago. There was a lot of people. It was like a bunch of people. They were pulling off a heist. Oh, I think somebody turns on somebody at the end and everyone's yes. dead. Something it is like kind that. of a surprise ending. I did okay. remember that. People died. Like, almost everybody is dead. Yeah. Thank you. You're, you know, here's a movie that I thought was good. Spoiler alert. Go ahead. That features Al Pacino. You know, I'm thinking Jack Nicholson, iconic older actors. Yep, yep. Colin Farrell was in it as well. Uh, it's called The Recruit. I don't think critics really loved it. But I remember it was a movie that I went and saw. I feel like I was, I don't know, maybe like 18, 19, 20, something like that. And it felt like an early-ish, early young adult. Like, I'm just going to go and see this movie. And I remember loving it. And there was not a comedy. I'm coming up with comedy. No, no. Was it The Recruit? Look up Al Pacino, Colin Farrell. Maybe it's not called It is The Recruit Film 2003. There's just a newer TV series. Okay. And I would have been 19. uh, Or no, I would have been 20. 20. Yeah. So this makes sense. I really like this movie. And spoiler alert, Al Pacino ends up being a bad guy. All right. There. Spoiled it. Sorry. But it was good. Oh, Bridget Moynihan is in this one. The Moyne. Wasn't she, mm, no. Married to Tom Brady? That's what I was going to say. You should have said it. I wish I did. Which goes back to Boston, the departed. Jack Nicholson. Thank you. Yeah, that was how good. Did, that was a good movie, now that I think about it. How did Kimber? oh, speaking of which, um, Tom Brady, Kimberly Kardashian, apparently while I was away, there were rumors that they might be in a flirtationship no. or something. What? That was a rumor, Donna. Wow. It was a rumor. Anyway. Um, Kim Kardashian, her skims saved a woman's life, do tell. Okay, so, um, first of all, and it has nothing to do with the shapewear itself, saving, you know, being, like, looking good. Oh, you saved my life. I wanted it to be like she was falling out of a window, but then her skims caught on a a rod. Well, you're onto something there. A woman in Kansas City says that she's 22 years old. She was wearing skims when she went out on New Year's Eve. She was standing outside waiting for a lift, and a gun battle broke out. She was shot four times, but she survived because the the bodysuit was so tight that it literally kept her from bleeding out. Oh, my. And she said, I should recommend it. I'm definitely going to buy some more. I mean, I should wear it every day. It's like body armor for women. Um, And then Kim saw the video reposted it to her Instagram story and wrote, wow, along with praying hands emojis. And then Skims reached out to this woman and they're sending her some of her favorite pieces. Isn't that nice? Wow, that is nice. Dang, oh wow, there's like pictures of her in the hospital and everything. Are Skims different than Spanx? No, 
they're probably more expensive. Okay. And just, you can wear these on your uh, question about Spanx and Skims. Okay. Do, do you, are all of the pieces like a hybrid top and bottom torso? Or can you just say, I just want a top or I just want a bottom? I yeah. feel like it comes like, like rib cage to your butt. You could get all different kinds. Like you could oh. get just for just the bottoms. You can get uh, just a top. You could get one piece. You could get a piece that's like, um, you know, men's underwear. What do you call that? The hybrid? Uh, boxer briefs. Yes. So. So like a waist to mid thigh. Correct. Nice. The only thing with that is you have to make sure that the pants you're wearing or skirt you're wearing, you can't see it on your leg. (sighs) Listen, you're telling me, sister, I have been told that some of my jeans are so tight that people can see the the boxer brief line at the base of them in that thigh area. So panty lines. My... Isn't it amazing? I can see your panty lines. My panty lines are showing. Also, right now, just to be fully vulnerable, I am wearing briefs. Just briefs that I was given because my boxer brief, my panty lines were showing when I was shooting something last fall, and they were like, oh, we need to go out, go out and get them just normal jockey underwear. So, right now, I got out of bed this morning, forgot that I was wearing these laundry day. And looked down, and I was like, well, look at this. Look at you, you 75-year-old man. Oh, I was going to say (laughs) 7-year-old boy. That's what I think. You know what? No, we're putting them in boxer briefs now. They got boxer briefs for kids. Oh, my God, that's amazing. Super chic. And by the way, Skims, not as expensive as I thought. So there you go. Got to go. When we come back, it'll be time for See Something, Say Something, a tech edition. Donna found a story that's going to upset us about AI, we think. Mm-hmm. And did Amazon just start charging for something that they didn't charge for for a long time? Mm-hmm. They better not have. We'll tell you about it. When we go back, Donna, see my talk. Hey, guys, it's Donna and Steve here to talk about Tria Orthopedics. We get it. Life can be busy. Mm-hmm. So when your back is out of whack or your knee pain just won't go away, it's important to get treated by Tria. They have convenient online scheduling and walk-in care. Yeah, in fact, we've actually both been to Tria for shoulder injuries. Yep, I went to Tria when I had a really sore shoulder, probably from too much clanging and banging in the gym. Donna, do you know that I work out? Oh, no, you never mentioned it a thousand times. It's true, I lift weights. You know, I hurt my shoulder, and guess what? They knew exactly how to treat me. Yeah, then you recommended them to me, and now my shoulder is feeling good again. Oh, and my doctor was so kind and answered all of my men questions. What I would do to have that kind of patience around you. Rude. So if you break your wrist, you tweak your knee, hurt your back, get treated by Tria. Yeah, get world-class orthopedic care with no referral needed. Visit Tria.com. It's why you're treated and how you're treated by Tria. Hey, good morning. Thank you for listening. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. Usually. You know what I'm saying, Steve? Most of the time it is. Uh, this not time, always. not so much. Oh, no. And this is you bringing an AI story? Uh-huh. I thought I was the AI nerd slash worried guy. Yeah, well, I got a couple of things to tell you. Please hold. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? 
Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Okay. First, let me start with this. Uh, AI. Ever heard of it? (laughs) I know, right? That's funny. Thanks, man. Um, uh, apparently they are, city buses are getting AI cameras to give out instant parking tickets. Boo! Boo! So if you ever park, like, say, in a red zone for just a minute. Yes. Because, you know, what are the odds that a cop's going to drive by, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, there's a new camera system that lets city buses scan for illegally parked cars and then Instantly write tickets. They started doing this in New York last year. Um, DC is getting them. Then Santa Monica, California just finished a test run. And what they do is the, the camera scans the road and reads license plates. Mm-mm. If you're parked illegally, it documents it. Then you get a ticket in the mail. <sighs> I nah, don't like blah, blah, blah. this. I already feel nervous every time I go through an intersection and the light is going yellow to orange. Yes. Oh, let me try that again. And the light is going from orange to red. Yellow? Yellow light? Mm, it's yellow. Orange light. It's yellow. Why so did you say orange? I, so that was weird. <laughs> that was Red bizarre. light, yellow light, green light, I guess, right? Is that yeah. how we've been doing it? Yeah, All right. sounds right. You weirdo. I but, don't know what just happened. No, but my point is I drive through when the light turns yellow. And you're afraid you're going to get a ticket. And it turns red as I pass through, and I see those cameras up there, and I'm, I'm just waiting for like a flash to happen for me to get caught. Me already not like you that. Yeah, I'm with you. I feel the same. The AI um, spotted 511 violations in 45 days in Santa Monica. So each ticket would have been $293, which is, you know, a revenue of $150,000 for the city. That's, well, that's why they're doing it. Tough for them to not do. Now, they didn't enforce those, right? They were doing this as part of a test and didn't officially enforce. Uh, correct. Right? But they're going to, once they're like, I'm sorry, in our sleep. We can earn $155,000 mm-hmm. to use for whatever city things we need. Exactly. Hey, maybe they they would use those to lower our taxes. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that's exactly like, what they're thinking. I like jokes. Okay, listen to this AI story. So we got an email from a very um, regular listener of ours who said... That there's concern about people in the media, and this happened to her boss. They received, so her boss receives a call from, I'm assuming, his son saying he'd been arrested for DUI and was in a wreck. It was a two-way conversation. It wasn't a recording. The son mentioned that he was going to get his lawyer on the phone because he needed bail money, begged his mom not to tell anyone because he was embarrassed and didn't want it to impact his career. And then a man posing as an attorney went to his mom's house and he ended up leaving with a large sum of cash for quote unquote bail. 
It was all oh. a scam. It can. It's probably not going to result in someone being caught or arrested. And it, it wouldn't have been too difficult to record his voice or to look up his mom's info because he's kind of a high profile person. But think about it. Our voice is out there every day. Oh, yeah. So it would be smart to let family members know like, hey, there's got to be, I don't know, there has to be some kind of maybe keyword or password or secret word. Yeah. You know, if, say you called your mom or, or yeah. your mom thinks you're calling her. That's a good thought. Never even just had, Donna. thought of this. Yeah, you should call your mom. No, not that. Oh. The code word. That's a good yeah, thought. Yeah, there needs to be something that that technology can't know. Huh. I'm smart. I know things. Things. That's that's good. Also, I think that certainly we could be scammed easily because there's a lot of our voice out there online, on the radio, right. whatever. Um, my hope, though, that makes me a little nervous when it's so easy to, you could even see somebody, right, with deep fake faces that they can do and all that. Yeah. My hope is it gets to the point of cancel culture. You know how cancel culture was raging for a while, early pandemic? And then, in a sense, cancel culture kind of got canceled because it was like, okay, everything is just like they're just coming after everyone for everything. Mm -hmm. And so our response to it became more skeptical, slower to judge, and all that kind of stuff. My hope is this AI scamming kind of stuff and it can fool you is we're in that initial surge of it where it's like holy crap this is crazy what's going on oh my gosh but maybe it maybe in six months or a year it's almost like everything we see and hear it's like hang on we got to run this through the the truth machine yes. to figure out is this real or not hopefully people remember how easy it is to do these things, either on a personal scam or for libel for somebody to damage their reputation, whatever. And there could be a, um, I don't know, just a way to we there were where there wouldn't be as much a rush to judgment, knowing right. all right, the robots are trying to exactly, win. Yeah. yeah. I mean, your enemies, if they've got the this kind of knowledge of technology, they could be very diabolical. Diabolical. I was in a movie called Diabolique. Okay. That's the French word for diabolical, you know, for diabolical evil. I'm sorry. How could I not mention that, Donna? Sorry. I I have seen one other thing that I would like to say something about. Okay. And apparently Amazon has recently begun charging a fee of $1 for returns when you drop off at UPS stores. And so that move has, I guess, created... Uh, concern in the online shopping community, people wondering if this might just be the beginning of more fees to come. Huh. I'm trying to look this up to figure oh. out if this is real or fake news. About the... About the, the, the fee. Uh, I was just at a UPS store, you know, a week and a half ago. Try Snopes. Yeah, oh, Snopes is good, Donna. Thank you. See, I know things. I just went to Bing, but they, they use that new chat GPT thing. They do? 
Yeah, they have a. I'm gonna. I'm gonna write one here. All right. Oh, oh you're writing something. The okay, great. All right. Church. While you do that, I will let everybody know that we'll have a little music news. And I want your opinion on this. Actually, there are fans who are responding to being scolded by Miranda Lambert when she was in concert. I I really want to hear your thoughts on what this is about and how you feel about it. Because I, think I have thoughts on this. I think you do, too. I think some listeners might as well. All right. And if you do, you can give us a call. But let's uh, take a break. We'll have a dirt alert. Say goodbye to Ellie. Bye, Ellie. Bye. Bye. And we'll be right back.